everybody, and welcome to Middle of the Road, the podcast. This week, Netflix has given us another new release, and that is Anola Holmes. This is an adaptation of a young adult series, correct? Does anybody want to so. back me up on that? Nancy Springer wrote it. And it was Anola like a thing before this, or is this like before the books? Yeah, like was was there a younger sister she, character ever in the Sherlock stuff, like the older Sherlock stuff? Anola Holmes origin. I assume not, since they made a conceited effort to get rid of Watson. So I'm assuming she can eventually become. Sherlock's Watson. says, during a discussion with her editor, Michael Green, author Nancy Springer developed the idea of Enola Holmes. Okay. So, a new creation. Well, new-ish. Yeah. I think fairly recent. So, yeah. This is an adaptation of this young adult series. Reimagines this younger sister, Sherlock and Mycroft Holmes, who haven't really changed at all. They seem to be somewhat similar to other iterations of the characters that I've seen. A little beefier. A little beefier. (laughs) Um, But um, the movie stars Millie Bobby Brown as the title character, Henry Cavill as Sherlock, and Claflin as um, Mycroft. What, What was Sam Claflin really creepy in recently? Um, Charlie's Angels. Oh, yeah. the new one. Yeah, that's why he said I recently. I still haven't seen that. <laughs> um, it's worth it. Helena Bonham Carter plays the matriarch of the Holmes family, who has been raising Anola separate from her brothers, who are so far removed from Anola's life experience that they don't even recognize her when they come home after the mother goes missing. Uh, her name is. Eudoria. But yeah, that's kind of the mystery is the Anola trying to find out what happened to her mother before getting wrapped up with another young lad, Lord Tewksbury, um, on her escape attempt from uh, Mycroft's clutches of sending her away to a boarding school. And um, yeah, shenanigans ensue. We're going to do a spoiler-free section, so I won't go into any more plot. But I was... I don't know. I was... I, I, I was. It looked nice. It was well-made. It's finely acted. But I just couldn't get into it, especially after, like, the... I was rolling with it for the first 30 minutes, but I don't know. I, I just... This the movie just wasn't doing anything for me. And the constant, like hey, look how modern we are because I'm breaking the fourth wall by, like, Fleabag was painfully, obviously, what they were going for and not done as well. And actually, like, incredibly poorly edited. It felt like every single one of those beats was, like, held on to five seconds too long. And I don't know. Yeah. I was just annoyed by the end, even if I like everybody in it. And I also think the end just gets... it. it weirdly abandons a lot of interesting ideas i don't know i'm not recommending it unless you're want to stare at henry cavill or a big millie bobby brown fan okay what did everybody else think of this movie i thought it was like aggressively okay (laughs) like it never it like never did anything really well or poorly it just like it just sat on this line of being like okay the entire way through. And it's been a long time since I've seen a movie that's like this okay. 
Like, there's effort involved in making a movie this okay. I feel like that was last week for me. (laughs) (laughs) Are those all your thoughts? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I can agree with that. Like, I kept feeling like I wanted to like it more than I did, but the more I thought about it, the more I thought it's like so much of the stuff that happens in the movie doesn't actually matter. And I constantly was asking, like, okay, why are we here? Why is this part of the movie happening? What does this have to do with anything? Does it feel like it's setting up the EHU? Sure. Um, EH, yeah, EHCU, no sorry. I know Home Cinematic Universe. No, cinematic. I was like, what's the C? No, it just, <laughs> it doesn't set, it sets up a lot of things that it doesn't really follow through on. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's pretty much it. It's like, I enjoyed it mostly while I was watching, but also the whole time, every time a new scene was happening, it's like, okay, why does this matter to the rest of the story? Mm-hmm. And like, just the wrap up was like, it was so unsatisfying. Yeah, you. you it was uh, Chekhov's fireworks explosions <laughs> that just never paid off. Yeah. <laughs> What's his face? Tewksbury was oh, definitely had some ma- manic trick, manic pixie uh, dream boy. Yeah, things just, going on there too. I didn't care about him at all. It's like I wanted the mm-hmm. movie to be more about Enola and her relationship to her mom, and they just very much abandoned that whole story. Yeah, and I feel like that's what the movie was sold on too. When I watched yeah. the trailer, I'm like, oh boy, she's gonna like unravels some kind of sinister plot and find mm-hmm. where her mom is. And they also create a kind of a, a bunch of interesting threads around that and then they literally just pivot yeah. away. Like there's a title card that's like we're not worrying about this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John. Yeah, no, I I'm pretty much on par with all of you. I think it kind of like Millie Millie Bobby Brown gets to be the center of attention and kind of gets to shine a little bit more than she usually does in the sense that or i shouldn't say shine but like be british for the first time maybe <laughs> she I doesn't see- get a whole lot to do in the stranger things that i saw does she get more to do in I mean, seasons she is two kind and three of the central character in my eyes most of the time no yeah yeah she becomes she becomes super pivotal in two and well, three she's also she she's also act? important does she get to does she do get, something does interesting? does she get dialogue <laughs> she gets yeah. dialogue yeah uh, first and foremost but i think i that was one of the things that I appreciate about this is the fact that she is actually like playing a British character. So she gets to use her native accent and it just, it just seemed more like her and maybe for whatever reason seemed more like close to who she was, which I appreciated because I don't think we've seen her with a British accent and anything else. Like she was in stranger things and then Godzilla Godzilla, King of monsters, um, which I haven't seen yet, but she, it was not good. So yeah, so I, I, I appreciate this. This is the second like, time we've talked about this movie in a couple of weeks. It's fucking awful. It was so, so I got bad to, that I am contemplating why I should even try to bother with the next one. Because it's Godzilla, man. I'm excited for Kong versus Godzilla or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking awesome. I I appreciated kind of her getting a chance to be British because that's what she is, and I appreciate the set design. Like I thought. Yeah, that was really well design. done, and I just I really like that kind of environment and that kind of setting. Outside, like two egregious special effects shots, the movie looks pretty damn good. Yeah, oh, the train. Um, but that being said, like again yeah. with with all of with everything you guys are saying, like this, if anything, it just makes me think of like the contracts that people sign to be in <laughs> Netflix, and just thinking like, oh, is this like Henry Cavill being like. I have to fulfill some sort of quota before the next season of The Witcher yeah, it's comes like, out. If you want to do your um, Witcher show, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't bring anything to the like. 
Not at all. And that's the most frustrating well, part be because fair, I think to be fair, like he's not given anything to do. So like I you can't yeah, really but- blame him. Which, which maybe is also part of the point, right? But I think they could have at least created some more tension between the young brilliance of Enola and the mm-hmm. seasoned, well-renowned brilliance of Sherlock Holmes. And they only get at it a couple of times. And there's kind of... I'm not sure if this is spoilers, but there's a moment at the end which is supposed to be kind of like, aha! I think the final beat with Henry Cavill is his best beat in the movie. Oh, no, for sure. But for it, him. it's not... But, like, it's one of those moments, though, when it happens and you're like, oh, I get what they were going for, but that's not really how I felt from it. And you're just like, oh, this probably could have been done better. And it just, it, like, it kind of is, like, a short peak and you end up being disappointed. That's the the summation of the entire movie. This probably could have been done better. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. It all could have been done much worse. But, yes, it also all could have been done much better. Yeah, like Claflin, like somehow is the standout in the movie. Yeah, like, no, this is fair. Yeah, like Millie I mean, Bobby no, Brown no, feels like she's Millie doing. Millie Bobby Brown is again still entertaining to watch. I'm not saying she's bad, but she's doing, she's doing a PG flea bag, mm-hmm. like yeah, and and Henry Cavill is the third best version of Sherlock Holmes we've gotten. In this <laughs> recent timeline, uh, well, well, I, who I knows? No, I haven't seen. I have not seen um, Sherlock, but I would say he's the fourth best because Elementary is good. Wait, hold on. If you haven't seen Sherlock, wait, oh, say, wait, sorry. I, Sherlock I, I Holmes the movies. Say that again. Uh, yeah, I've seen Elementary. I have not seen Sherlock, and then this. So that's fourth. But what about Will Ferrell? Where does he rank in all? Oh, oh, I, I guess completely I, did, I haven't about seen that. that, so I can't rank. Oh, that. I, yeah, I based seen on that the ratings, one. I'm, I'm gonna assume last. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we are we including Wishbone in this? Recent history. <laughs> okay. I mean, obviously, obviously, if we're going back to Wishbone, he's like, no one compares. <laughs> <laughs> what did Wishbone make an appearance on this podcast for? <laughs> wasn't it was he, wasn't was he your background about, for he something? Might have been. <laughs> yeah. At some point, I know I was talking about how hot Samantha was. Because my God, the actress who played Samantha. What? Who? Is it somebody? Stunner. Somebody's 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 sister was on Wishbone. What? I'm sure there were multiple sisters <laughs> in Wishbone. No, like someone who's like now more famous. Um, okay, Anola Holmes. See it? Maybe. I mean, I don't you know. don't have to pay for it, so. Yeah, and they're gonna make more. Yeah. Surely. Because I think Millie Bobby Brown might not be owned legally by Netflix, um, according to John. <laughs> so, um, but she seems to be having fun doing this. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of things, this movie actually did really well for me. It was when you have the narrator talk to the camera. I take it all oh. in. <laughs> <laughs> she also paused for like five seconds before and after each sentence she yeah. said. So. Anola Holmes, I think we're giving it a rousing sideways thumbs. Mm-hmm. It's like a solid three and a half. I forget what I gave. Three, oh, three and a half. half. That's generous. That's yeah. yeah. I'm like well, what, what three. Was the, what was the other one? What was the other Netflix one we just watched? Not the Delve All the Time, which I love. Project but Power. But the one before that. Project Power. Was that Project, Power. Again? Project Power. Would we give Project Power like a three? I think I, think I, gave I it probably gave it a, a two something. Oh, okay. Well, then. Uh, 
Yeah, maybe I don't feel as bad giving this. I a give three. this a two yeah. and a half, probably. Sadly, what this <laughs> pandemic is like really exposing is like Netflix doesn't really make very good movies. No, we knew that long ago. <laughs> we were all, I, well, I mean, there but was... But now it's like even, we're relying but it's all on we see, yeah. more than we ever have before. It's like, <laughs> oh God, this is not... Bring me Black Widow. Bring me Tenet. Bring yeah. me D- James Bond. Bring me the bring good us, movies, please. What, the Green Knight. <laughs> oh God. Wait, Lauren, you want to see the Green Knight? Of course I do. I love, like, Arthurian. Oh, my Jesus. Arthurian. Arthurian uh, legends and stuff. I didn't realize that. I'm all, yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah, I probably forgot. So that's my fault. (laughs) But I'm super excited to see the Green Knight, by the way. This is not me bragging, but, like, just watching Tenet, it was like, oh, a real movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I forgot what these were like. See Enola Holmes or don't. I don't think that's changing anybody's life. I, I mean, guess we're going to have a spoiler like, section. Teenagers, I'd imagine, like young teens, tweens. I, well, and I do appreciate, I do appreciate mm, in Ben, like, like to use a term that Ben used earlier, it's aggressive feminism. Because I think it's done in a, an intentional way. Oh my God, even still... I in the beginning was like, oh my God, give it a rest. <laughs> Well, yeah, but, but they barely I, dug into it, though. But I like, love it's the so allusions to level, like though. what her. Well, the term I used was of. aggressively okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I love the illusions of like, or kind of the connection between you're exposed to like sort of the the experience and the like the misogyny and the male oppression that Enola has to deal with as a young woman, um, and especially like the oppression that a lot of women have given into and like been molded into in society and then you contrast that to some other people who i don't want to spoil um which but this is like not the first thing by any means to like havoc i mean like yeah that's why when it ha- was happening no, no, no. in this movie but i was I, just I like you could have done this from so Anola much smoother nola's like struggle to another character and their kind of plot that was like behind the scenes well let me just get to fucking spoilers yeah. so you can talk <laughs> I'm, I'm like sitting yeah. on the Sitting on the precipice. I did not realize how long the spoiler like clip that you put into episodes is. Because like, I finally oh. recently listened to an episode. And I was like, this is like a 15 second clip of just us saying spoilers. I'm turning this it's episode great. off. It's not 15 seconds. It's long. I was being, I was it's exaggerating. Like, but like, it's I love it. It was so spoilers. Uh, this is why I don't listen to our episodes. Sure. <laughs> spoilers. Um, so spoilers. from here on out. Spoilers for Anola Holmes. All the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> I did not realize how long the spoiler like clip that you put into episodes is. So spoilers? So spoilers. With that, we're going to get into spoilers. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. So, John, what the fuck are you talking about? So, I love I love kind of the juxtaposition of Anola's struggle with the patriarchy and then her that being overlaid to yeah, she starts out trying to find her mom and then kind of like places that to the side for a little bit to help this one dude out and then shortly kind of discovers that oh, her mom's going through the same thing and actually trying to like subvert that like on a on a bigger level with a bunch of people and there's like the secret society of badass women who are trying to like fight um, for women's suffrage. I um, mean her mom's a terrorist. 
I mean, I, yeah, I don't know that, if I'd call yeah, them a group of badass blow women. Everything up. No, yeah. this is true. But I, I feel like I appreciate they were that, gonna, like, like they were gonna kill women too. Like it yeah. was gonna happen. No, but I appreciate sort of like because that created also within Enola, like this weird point of relation, but also co- conflict to what her mom is doing. And being like, I love my mother, and she's raised me and made me the person. But do I agree with what she's about to do? And so I, I that was that was set up, or like that was that could have been a smart setup. But this again, the this whole movie, movie isn't. It yeah. could have been something. I mean, this yeah. movie is not executed. Her mom well. leaves I, to go like do something in the world and she doesn't actually do anything like they should have had that going on in the background like have her actually blow up a building but i i do also get a strong feeling that they're trying to like make this into like a series and so they will they'll probably show that in the next movie like the second phase of like the league of extraordinary but but why did they decide not to blow everybody up because her supplies were gone i guess because because enola got what's her his face on there so they didn't have to like the the measure was going to pass because Tewksbury survives is that why they didn't have to blow it all well, up I mean like I they assume didn't they couldn't that. blow it up because Enola destroyed all of her supplies Yeah, I don't think it was all of them was it I, so I did know. anyone listen to the explosion. last discussion between her and her mom I fully checked out by the end of that I was no, like her mom, was basically her mom showed up I was like scene. I did not want to see Helena Bonham Carter in real in the present timeline. No. I wonder. I mean, to be all like, it was was her mom was like, "Hey, I left to go make a change in the world, but turns out you were able to do that, and I wasn't." The end. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I want to point out like there were several things I noticed that were weird with this movie, and the one that just bugs me the most is Anola was taught all kinds of things mm-hmm. like how to fight and how to like like be a detective in a sense, but she wasn't really taught how to ride a bike well i guess <laughs> like yeah, I don't know. what but that also wasn't I mean, like if you don't leave the house clear. you don't like, need to ride your bike it didn't create this juxtaposition between like someone she can who kick is the very shit out competent of yeah but man a bike no ooh. she couldn't oh, boy, actually let's... kick she got she couldn't kick the shit out of the assassin though she that's got the, like she yeah. got the shit kicked out of her like she would have yeah. died had it not been for her corset it was so frustrating like i don't even know how i feel about enola as a character because she's like trying to become her own person but at the same time she's like this is what my mom made me and therefore she's not her own person because she's only doing what her mom taught her to do it was i don't know i don't know what i was supposed to take from this movie and like really bobby also, brown like, is for her being this like great her. detective is it like saying the bomb made them i mean she wasn't even detectives? a great detective though because she didn't solve two mysteries in this movie like the two <laughs> mysteries she set out to say or solve she didn't <laughs> yeah she one kinda, of them she like half solved, solved the other her. one yeah, you know, that's good in court. You put the wrong person in prison. Who cares? <laughs> but I don't know. It was frustrating. I don't... <sighs> There's just so much that, like, I don't feel like they thought it through. Like, she dressed as a guy so she could get on a train or something. But then she's like, you know, the best way to fit in or hide in a city is to dress as a woman. So it's like, why didn't you just do that to begin with? And then, like, how many scenes later, she's like, the best way to disguise yourself is to be a widow. It's like, why is that your third disguise then? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. After yeah. being a boy yeah. twice. Also, I feel like that's a fucking terrible disguise. No, um, that was a that was the first. She was a boy again after being a widow. So keeps okay. on just buying clothes off people. That's not weird at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's like, I'll trade you. Like, I'll pay you five pounds to swap with me. It's like, 
So some dude is there literally wearing like the red dress. Or no, something. he's probably just in his underwear on the street. <laughs> I doubt he put on the dress. Man, that's even maybe he had on. some nice bloomer. <laughs> no one, <laughs> no one cared about who I was until after I put on the dress. <laughs> Actually, most um, important question I have about this movie, is that really how you say Marquess? Or is that just how British people say it? Because in I, my I mind, I'm like, in, it's Marquis, I think their right? pronunciation of that guy's name was entirely made up. I was like, that was a vowels and Did we ever even get sense. his actual name? Like, Tewksbury was his last name. Do we actually know what his name was? Yeah, she, he uh, says Lord? his full name. Yeah, but it always, it always sounded Lord like titles and not an actual name. But I think she says it like in full a couple times. To be but it like, always wow, sounded like five titles. <laughs> it's like da- Daenerys. She has like all these different titles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and now we are done talking, I guess. So that does it for Enola Holmes, I guess. <laughs> no, there has to be more to talk um. about, I say. Heavy, heavy. No, it's. I will say it's almost. Helena Bonham Carter was a delight to watch, but she's almost always a delight to watch because mm-hmm. she kind of yeah, just goes. Well, that's for why it. I wanted doing more stuff here that her. she hasn't done before. Yeah, like I mean nothing, but it's just nothing, a different flavor of her. Helena Bonham Carter. It's yeah. like ice cream, right? She doesn't, she doesn't do anything. Flavor is like a different flavor. It's still ice cream though. It's still good. She's she's fun, mm-hmm. but it's like. Yeah, we. It, this is kind of kind of kooky. Helena Bonham Carter. With we we get we we know it. We love it. But I like something different. Just another. I was so excited when Fiona Shaw showed up in this movie because of mm-hmm. um, uh, Killing Eve. And then it's like, I just don't understand. Like, the whole reason there was that storyline was just so that we could have the whole, like, stop saying like Lauren. Um, so we could have the whole storyline of her trying to be her own person and not be, like, put into the cookie cutter correct female for the time thing but it's like i didn't care at all about there was no point to that story like when she actually yeah. has to go yeah when she actually has to go to the boarding home there's I'm no reason for montage. it at all <laughs> pretty much um it was a funny montage that's what they were going for yeah what yeah i agree i feel like so much they could have gotten rid of that mm-hmm. they could have got rid of tewksbury yeah. yeah like the entire and, yeah. and just had <laughs> so, like, the tension the of <laughs> And just the tension of mom going yeah. to blow up the House of Lords and like having to convince her mom, there's got to be another mm-hmm. way to do this. Like, but because hey, it has to be like, uh, don't do that. it has to be a movie geared that to a younger generation of people who can watch it. Can we not have terrorism, I guess, in the movie? You can't get but too also, deep into familial be, drama. It could have been like they uncovered a plot to like blackmail one of the Lords. Mm-hmm who actually wanted to support it, but someone had, you know, kidnapped his... But he's a super, super minor uh, character. Yeah, like, he doesn't have to be a thing. That's just, like, it's the red herring Mm -hmm. for that plot. Like, that that seems like it would have been a better way to go. But we gotta get that teenage romance, guys. They, I mean, they were cute together. What else is that guy in? Or has he been in anything yet? Um, I don't know, but... There's also just so many stupid things like when Enola shows up to him when he's at the flower, um, like at his little flower stand yes, or whatever, damn. and she takes him back to her apartment. It's like that doesn't make sense at all because you're the one who has been caught by this assassin the whole time. That kid was living free. Like no one knew where he was until you found <laughs> him, basically. She's the dumbest smart person. <laughs> so much stuff happens that I don't understand why it happens or how it happens. How did the assassin know that they were going to go back to the Tewksbury estate at the end? There's no well, reason for him to have guessed that. She needed to look at the screen and tell us more. 
Because plot line. Yeah, but the assassin shouldn't, like, <laughs> they show up and they're like, where is everyone? They know that we're coming. How do they know you're coming? Yes. Okay. How did how did Tewksbury know that he needed to be wearing, <laughs> like, an armor plate on his chest? That he definitely, oh, yeah, where did that come from? I'm assuming he had to have been wearing it the whole time ever since he knew there was an assassin yeah, out like, for him. I guess so. But he would like, not I'm have like, been able to get... move that case had he been wearing that chest plate. Yeah, it's like, there's, like, the armor he's sitting next to, like, when he's done, like, and I'm like, did he get it from that? But it's like, I feel like they probably would have noticed him, like, yanking the chest plate off and, like, stuffing it in his shirt. But speaking of that opening hallway, (laughs) there was a bathtub by the front door, correct? Is that a thing just in old-timey homes? Was it an ancient decorative bathtub that was, like, was just sitting there with the armor? Do you have to wash no your feet idea. every time you come into a manor house? I don't know. <laughs> My uh, experience with Downton Abbey would say no. <laughs> well, that would make you an expert, obviously. <laughs> Technically, Downton Abbey takes place in the early 20th century, so a little bit later. They might have changed their customs by then. Move the bathtubs further back. <laughs> yeah, back into their own rooms. Yes. Um, <laughs> Is that going to do it for Enola Holmes? I think so. I'm reading my notes to see if I could just pad this even more. <laughs> We're at 30 minutes. That's, I only have to yeah, cut out to like cut 10, out like per- 10 minutes of John. Yeah, I don't you have know. a short That's episode. probably it. I don't understand why, like just talking about that final scene again, Is do you think in future episodes or future movies, if they happen, will she be actually... Uh, she, or uh, Sherlock's ward or what or is she still going to be on her own yes I would think so I think she will be for a bit and then it's going to be like they're going to disagree on something yeah I'm just She's it was hard to understand like different. it was hard to read that final scene like how she felt about it Does she raise know? your hand if you want a sequel I mean I'll watch it but it doesn't mean it's a good movie <laughs> just like I will watch I'm a sequel a- to Old Guard doesn't mean I like the Lord, first one. One of your arms is being oh, cut worry, off by your background. Like is your arm raised? Wait, yeah. ben, ben and Zach, you guys really liked Old Guard, though, right? No. <laughs> I did. Yeah, Ben liked it. It was fine. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was a stepping stone. Many of these movies are stepping stones, is what I'm finding out about Netflix. I mean, another movie that just like did not take advantage of a giant, interesting Star. thing sitting right in the middle or of that, it. Yeah. I still can't believe that that was what's his face from Harry I Potter. I gave it one star, John. <laughs> what was one his name? Star. Nedley. Neville. Neville. No, that's, that's it. not Neville. It's uh, not Neville. Yeah, it's not it's no, Neville's great. Dursley. It's, that's um, right. Yeah. Yeah, Neville's hot now. <laughs> <laughs> um, next week we are going to be watching uh another Netflix film. This is by Osmani Rodriguez, and it is Vampires vs. the Bronx. I'm being told this is a, a horror comedy. Comedy horror, it says, and they, they list it the other way. It's written by Osmani Rodriguez as well, and Blaze Hemingway follows a group of teenagers who are forced to protect their neighborhood in Bronx, when the gathering of vampires invade. We'll tell you if it's any good. Hopefully Netflix can break their streak. I don't think we've had two people like one of their movies in a while. <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of liked last week's and John really liked it. Did so that's two. <laughs> okay. What did you uh, give it, Ben? I think I gave it a three or a two. Mm. 
there's a new Woody Allen movie next week, guys. No. Um, <laughs> I have not even watched the last couple of movies, so. Um, so yeah, vampires versus the Bronx, and uh, yeah, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. You can find us at uh, middleofroad.com. Also, you should rate and review the podcast. Apparently, it helps. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And you can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Road. I'm Mr. Christy Abbott, and you can follow me on Twitter at. No, no. Dang it. Okay, never mind. I'm Jonathan Rawl. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> you, you alone, Zach. No one else. <laughs> speaking, speaking of being Alona. Alona? Damn it. No, Nola. I'm making the mistake, Zach. <laughs> Seriously, my, my outro was going to be I'm Lauren Heimbaugh, and I'm extremely proud of Zach for being able to pronounce her name correctly the whole time, and you just oh whiffed on it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Alona. I'm proud of I'm proud of Zach. John, you, that was bad. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm... Who am I? You're Alona. <laughs> I'm... I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. You can also follow us on Twitter at Middle of Row. Hashtag know the. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find us on, or you know, you can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Do you want just realize hashtag know the kind of sounds like hashtag no duh. It's also hashtag a hashtag no that duh. no one uses, so why don't we it's keep okay. saying it? Well, John didn't, and I forced them back into it why <laughs> thanks for listening go watch vampires versus the bronx and remember the best seats are in the middle of the road <laughs> <laughs>